This is Back of House News, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. I'm Matt Lynch, in for Claudia Sarek. Automation is transforming the restaurant industry at a rapid pace. From June 20th to 24th, Back of House is presenting Automation Week, taking a deeper look at what's happening in restaurant automation, what it means for operators, and what's next. Follow along at backofhouse.io or on social media at We Are Back of House. This week, we discuss the future of automation in the restaurant industry and how its expansion might shape the industry at large. For more details, we go to Back of House reporter Grace Dickinson. Hi, Grace. Welcome back. Thanks, Matt. Happy to be here. So recently, I mean, we've seen automation popping up in restaurants worldwide in different ways. Robot bartenders, fully autonomous pizza shops, mechanical arms taking over fryer stations. It's kind of everywhere. And it's it's become pretty clear automation's going to be a mainstay in the industry. Would you think that's fair to say? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the global robotics market is expected to reach roughly $147 billion by the end of 2025. And we've seen particularly rapid growth in just the past few years, largely because of the convergence of technology advancements with this ongoing labor shortage we've been seeing In terms of labor, I spoke with one operator, Carlos Gazatua. He's the CEO of Sergio's, a restaurant franchise in Florida. And he said his recent decision to turn to technology really was one based on, I quote, desperation. Like many others, Gazatua said he lost so much staff since the pandemic that his remaining servers were just absolutely flooded. And so he turned to Bear Robotics, which is this robotics company that makes a product called Servi. It's a self-driving food runner and busser that Gazatua has now employed at all 13 of his restaurants. This kind of technology frees servers up from basic tasks so that they have more time to spend with customers. And obviously it fills some of those labor roles as well and labor needs. Servi operates using laser sensor technology and 3D cameras to move between tables. And we're now seeing technology like this just simply improve in ways that it really can do these kinds of tasks, like running food, for example, in a way that feels seamless. Yeah, the, the, um, I don't know if anyone who's never seen the, the robots on video, I, I recommend uh, doing a Google and pulling it up. It's really interesting. As the technology improves, automation you know, increasingly looks like a promising solution to the labor crisis, which is well documented in the restaurant industry. But I know we often hear the argument about you know robots stealing jobs. It's kind of a, a trope whenever you have a conversation about automation in any, any industry. How are operators and uh, robotics makers kind of addressing the, the human element of this in terms of uh, how it relates to people? Most argue that robots have a greater potential to really benefit the existing workforce. Gazatua, for example, he said his wait staff was initially skeptical of working among robotic bussers, but they quickly began viewing Servi as their own personal assistant. This is someone that's carrying their plates and giving them some more time to talk with customers. And ultimately, the goal is that will allow them to earn higher tips. Gazatua, for example, is actually looking at expanding his robotic investments, really focusing on roles that he says people don't jump for joy to do. These are things like dishwashing and cleaning bathrooms. And that's actually how robotics makers frame it. They often voice that the goal is to sort of offload these monotonous and mundane jobs so that existing staff can really focus more on customer-facing and complex tasks. 
For example, when I spoke with Miso Robotics, they're one of the major players and the company behind Flippy, which is a robotic arm that automates the fryer station. They pointed out that repetitive and frankly dangerous tasks like manning the fryer aren't roles that are really attracting workers anyway. And even when they do, operators see a really high turnover rate. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, definitely Flippy and other similar solutions kind of filling, like you said, those rote and repetitive jobs like frying wings, flipping burgers that people aren't necessarily super psyched to do. Uh, and obviously there's, you know, kind of a efficiency and accuracy component there as well. But I'm curious, uh, you know, the I, I think the fit given that in fast food is pretty clear, but what, what are experts saying about what this looks like for, say, full service, even fine dining restaurants? Right. So we know robots currently have their limitations and many operators remain skeptical because of this, that the technology will enter fine dining kitchens, at least in the near future. Most say there are just too many complicated dishes and techniques in fine dining that aren't really suitable to current automation. But it could depend on the restaurant. So if you're talking about an upscale steakhouse, for example, I had one operator who pointed out that robots can detect factors like temperature and accuracy on the steaks just as well as any person can do. But when it comes to the front of house and robots rolling around the dining room, there's even greater skepticism. Most operators feel that fine dining simply relies too much on humanized elements and there's personal touches to really create the experience that fine dining promises. But it's not without surprise that robotics makers argue otherwise, and most say that QSRs are simply a starting point for them. Many are in the process of developing automated solutions right now that can carry out a wider amount of tasks and also more complex tasks, both in the kitchen and in the front of house. And some believe it could only be a few years until we see more robotics incorporated into the kitchens of fine dining restaurants. It's interesting. So obviously we've got the kind of QSR versus uh, full service fine dining distinction. What about chains versus independent restaurants? I know... Right now, most of the early adopters, which makes sense, are your larger chains like Sweet Green and Panera and, and the like. The industry has been notoriously slow to adopt technology, as we all know. So many think because of this, it may take independence even longer to adopt some of these automated solutions, even as they improve. But many operators do argue that they are already financially viable and the benefits that already exist are worth investing in. For example, Gaza Tua, who, you know, is using those robotic busters in his restaurants, says you can pay $1,000 a month and have a three-year contract to get the survey or the busser. And if you need a food runner all the time at your restaurant, that can actually prove to be cheaper. Most think that as more and more independent operators start adopting the technology, it'll trickle down to other operators. And I had one operator say it might actually come down to the investors if investors see how automation is benefiting other operators, then they may actually be the ones to make the push that increases adoption industry-wide. Yeah, it, it does seem clear. It's kind of you know more of a when, not if question in terms of automation really permeating the industry and becoming really a competitive staple for a lot of the restaurants in it. Exactly. I mean, given the already slim margins that this industry is notorious for, Coupled with all the ongoing labor challenges we're seeing and just rising prices across the board, few people really think things will ever go back to the way they were before the pandemic. 
And part of that is this revolution that we're seeing more and more people and more and more operators adopting technology to fill those empty roles and combat those rising prices, increase efficiency, and you know just ultimately improve their bottom line. Well, thanks so much for talking through this with us, Grace. And this is such a interesting topic, and we'll uh, definitely be keeping a close eye on it as it keeps evolving. Thanks, Matt. Good to be here. Hey!